Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. A tradition as old as Rochester itself. What happened? And that season kicked off yesterday, Tommy. As much as this exists in cities across America, we in Rochester seem to take it more seriously than others. All right. Because an article this week in the Democrat and Chronicle, and a take with that article, yeah. seems to have people up in arms over whether or not <laughs> all of these are the same. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. We are officially mm. in the Catholic season of Lent. Oh, yeah. Which is the lead up to Easter. And if you are a raised Catholic or currently practicing, you know, one, you have to give something up for the next 40 oh, days. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Before Easter. And mm-hmm. you can't eat meat on Fridays. Drop that haddock. That's right. It's fish fry season, baby. Mm-hmm. And it started yesterday. You can't eat meat on Ash Wednesday either. And it led to the article this week in the DNC. Who has the best fish fry in Rochester? All right. So this article is just endless because mm-hmm. there's so many places yeah, every, in town. Every restaurant does one. Every diner does one. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, seems every like every level it. of restaurant yeah. has a fish if you, fry. If you're yeah. sitting down, they got a fish fry. Which you. is funny though, because like no matter if it's like a walk up shack mm-hmm. or like a five star restaurant, it's always a big they have ass a version yep. of it. But it's a big ass piece of fried fish, fries, a roll, and some tartar sauce. Yeah, yep. like it's it's different, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Mm. And that actually is what got someone in trouble. Whatever. Well, everyone listening has their favorite place that they insist is the best. A comment on social media under this story by a man named Rich wrote, What is the point of this story? It's just fried fish. Whether it's McDonald's or a fancy restaurant, all fish fries are the same. Hmm. And under his comment, there were 113 other comments. So he must have got a lot of fish hate. Lighting him up. Yeah. No one agrees with him, and everybody in these 113 comments underneath are arguing why their place yeah. has the best fish from. Mm. But I think there's a fair question to be asked. The phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. What's that? Is there enough of a difference where you need to try or have one fish fry over the other in Rochester. I mean, it would have to be so over the top, right? I mean, because it's always basically the hmm. same thing. It would either have to be a different batter and that's it. Oh, wait, you're, you're using a... the same fish. You're using haddock. It's always the same fish. You're looking for a fish batter? Fish batter. Like a good one? Yeah. You're not I mean, it? I love good batter. You're not going to believe this. Uh. I just got in the batter business. No kidding. Yeah. I'd love some. Oh, no kidding. Where would I go for this oh, delicious uh, fish batter? I just opened up a kiosk in the men's room. What's it called? It's called Chicken Pat's Fish <laughs> Batter. Close your eyes. It's going to get <laughs> sticky. Sauce. Oh, go ahead, Kimmy. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, yeah, even like the type of fish, I've never seen 
switched up at a restaurant. It's always Haddock. Yeah. It's always Haddock. It's either, it's either beer yeah. battered or it's like that flaky kind. Do you like beer batter or flake? What do you like? Uh, Probably the beer batter. Okay. Because as a fat boy, I like to peel it off and dunk it in my tartar sauce. <laughs> Wait, you would peel off just the batter? Well, no, I'd eat the whole thing. You're but big, I mean, fatty fat? Oh, yeah. I was a fat boy. I would, I would do tartar sauce like jello shots. <laughs> and, of course, and, and, and I would think... Here's here's the key to it to me. Okay, batter on the fish, mm-hmm. fries. That's the fish what makes is, a difference. The fish is the same. The tartar sauce is pretty yeah. base. Uh, yeah. I would say those are your two key. That would if those suck or they change that up, I'm out. Okay, I don't disagree with your take. I think you're right. The batter and the fries make a massive difference. Right. One, your take that all tartar sauce is the same is stupid. Well, cause... I like straight up regular. I don't like weird ass. Artesian tartar That's, sauce. What are you talking about? Don't step out of the tartar sauce realm. No, I want oh, like p- they give you something other than tartar sauce. I just want my tartar sauce to yeah. taste like traditional fish stick school tartar no, sauce. No, I want a place that makes their own tartar sauce. I want fresh tartar Homemade. sauce. Are you old man waving me? Yeah. Give me regular ass fattening ass mayonnaise these, tartar sauce. I'm surprised that these opinions are not reversed. Hellman's with some like, relish, and you're good. Get out of face. Yeah, what do you want? Homemade. I want, it tastes better when it's homemade tartar sauce. Kimmy, wouldn't you agree? Um, I mean, to Tommy's point, like I've never taste a huge difference in in the tartar sauce from restaurant to restaurant. I don't I mean, it up with spices. You Just don't like a little deal. lemony. Yeah. You don't know what I would give for some good homemade tartar sauce. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for some quality. Why didn't homemade- you tell me, man? What, what you I just get in the tartar game, baby. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I just I just got my approval from the mayor. Malik came down. He cut the ribbon. I got a nice little kiosk in the men's room. Wait, we get out. What's it called? It's called Uncle Tommy's Old Time Ocean to Your Mouth Tartar Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's ba- but basically, I've never. I mean, I don't really eat them much anymore. My, my wife loves them, but I never had a bad one. Okay, so you're saying there is no such thing as a bad I've never, fish? I right? can't remember where because you know. Bad fish sticks out in your mind, man. No, I know. I've met your mother. But I do think that there are bad fish fries. Not in Raya. Ah, no, I take it back. I've had bad fish fries. Well, you guys would be too dry. No, I mean, is this slimy fish? Well, that's inside. bad fish. I mean, well, you just got bad fish. Okay, but it's all right. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Let's talk to Elton. Hello, Elton. You're on CMF. Hello. Good morning. What up? I agree with Tommy with the batter. Um, you know, it does come down to the batter on the fish fries. And, and for some reason... I have different places where I've had fish fries that are really good, and then there's this full factor. You know, I eat two things, and I can't freaking move, and it's like I'm going to enjoy it. So I don't know if there's a difference in a recipe or something like that, but I've had other places where I was able to eat my entire fish fry plus my wife's. You know, we get home, and I'm still eating hers too. And she's crying because so she's hungry, and he yeah. won't give her a fish fry back. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot up, woman, it's my fish now. I own homemade tartar sauce too. So that was oh, you, oh, wait, you make your own homemade tartar sauce? Yeah, my dad had a recipe. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, did he did he give it to your mom a lot? I love how you could. Oh, so many jokes came at once you couldn't even get it out of your mouth. Much like the tartar oh, sauce. You guys are something else. Elton, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. No, he does bring up a good point. There was how it sits. Yeah. yeah. Why would you make tartar sauce? It's literally the oh, cheapest thing you could buy at, at any grocery store. It's better. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're gonna tell me the fine people at the Hellman's Corporation. Don't know how to make better than Elton's dad's tartar sauce. I would much rather have Elton's dad's tartar sauce than. And I guess if you make it homemade, you know how like sometimes the the quantity they give you is like 
in a tiny little cup, and you're like, how am I supposed to stretch this throughout the whole fish fry? Like, yes, yes, for a couple of cups. If it's a homemade cups. thing, like it's right. endless. Wait, wait, wait. You want a couple of cups of tartar sauce? <laughs> <laughs> 252 WCMF, story of the DNC this week with Ash Wednesday starting yesterday. Yeah. You know, no fish, no meat on Friday until Easter for all mm. you Catholics out there. The best fish fries in Rochester. And one guy set off a flame war after he commented underneath, what's the point of this story? It's just fried fish, whether it's McDonald's or a sit-down restaurant. All fish fries are the same. There is a single rule you always have to follow while eating a fish fry. What's that? You have to get it at a sit-down place and you have to eat it there. Because as good as it is. Does not hold up. Well, no, fish doesn't travel. Fish don't travel. They don't. Like you got, yeah. And you got to eat it immediately. You got 15 minutes yeah. out of the fryer. And not only that, if you're going to bring it home, whatever vehicle you bring it home in will smell like fish for days. That fish smell sticks in yeah, your car. It does. What? No, nothing. You got nothing? You got no, nothing? I got nothing. And then you open it in your house, and your house gets all fished out. Oh. And if you don't take out the garbage as soon as you throw out the leftover stuff... Mm-hmm. It's even worse. Like, yeah. your house will reek of fish fry. Yeah, just leave it there. My wife loves to bring fish fries home, and it's disgusting. Yeah, but my mm-hmm. wife, too, because, you know, they got to take it home. I'm going, And you're not going to eat it. Yeah, because do you eat it cold? No, they don't. It gets thrown out the next she, day. My best wife point. puts it in the oven. Okay, oh. so I was going to say, when you yeah. rewarm it, you can't put it in the microwave. No, doesn't the styrofoam melt? <laughs> so there is this fish fry place that's famous in Skinny Atlas. And okay. my daughter plays travel hockey, so we go out there a bunch. Yeah. It's called Doug's Fish Fry. And she loves this place. And every time we go, she wants to stop, but she doesn't want to eat there. So when we are coming back from hockey, yeah. she will drive a fish fry an hour and 15 wait, minutes. Oh. Does she eat it in the car? No, she'll wait. No, she'll wait. No, she'll you don't want to eat that in the car. It's ruined. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. the car is just going to reek of yes. freaking fish. Right. 252 WCMF. Let's talk to Barbara. Hey, Barbara, what's up, buddy? Morning, guys. Uh, first off, I love that Tommy is sporting a Mr. Furley Three's Company collection outfit. That's they don't get the reference, bro. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but my, uncle, my uncle moved down to North Carolina, and whenever he would come back up to visit, he had to have a New York, New England-style fish fry. He said the, the type of fish they use down there and the batter, everything is completely different and off-putting. So in the South, it's always catfish. Yeah, catfish that. or t- and now tilapia and stuff like that. But Dude, here, that. you got to use a good cod or a good uh, or, or a good um, attic. But there is no there is no comparison. It's just a regional thing, kind of like you know, eating pizza from uh, New Haven or New York City versus like Arizona. You know, right. it just you got to get it from the right place. That's all. What's your joint, Barbara? Where's your go to? The place, it's uh, just north of 104 on Clinton called Kithnos. Hmm. And the fish fish. fry is so big. You order one order, two, it takes two people to eat it. It's that big. And Tommy would probably like the broil. They should call it Pat's mom. (laughs) That's sour sauce. I don't like that. (laughs) He made your joke better. (laughs) Well, tartar sauce always does. I will. Next time I see you, Barbara, in your stupid turtleneck sweater. <laughs> Barbara, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Shut so up. Barbara brings up a point, and we're getting tweets uh, saying the same thing. Like Annie says, it's always about the size. It's like the bigger the fish fry, the better for really? some people. The better? Yeah. Well, they think they're getting more for their money. It's kind of like, yeah, like they'll look at the the portions and say, like, that's what makes a good fish fry. Could, we're getting a lot of uh, votes for Wegmans fish fry. I didn't know they did. Yeah, they do fish fries. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like well, I, work, I worked in prepared foods. Yeah. And yeah, we do. They did them on Friday. We did them on Friday. All right. They're big. A lot of mm. fries. Okay. 
Bill writes us on Facebook. Uh, he says, you're talking about where to go, but what about making it at home yourself? What a chintz-ass <laughs> fish. Homemade fish fried sour sack. He goes on. He says, it's easy. It's the best tasting. It's easy. Uh, freshest fish fry you can get. Bread, fry, and you're good to go. Man, so a- I have had a really good homemade fish fry. My brother's father-in-law will like go out, catch the fish, Bring it home, make the fish fry for everybody. the The thing is, though, it's a lot of work. That's for him. like a ton. You've got yeah. a fish, yeah. Clean the fish, cook the fish, and it's it's amazing. Uh, but I get it's something you only do once in a while. That's the wait. The amount of like just cleaning your kitchen afterwards, yeah. getting all that fishy. Ugh, Bro, splattered I, all over. If just opening the fish fry in your house makes it real yeah. the fish, I can't imagine the smell. Yeah, bringing in raw fish. Bread and fried at yeah. the house. You know, when it comes to like the place that you think is the best, like the one argument for places having better fish fries yeah. than others, there are places who have been open doing mainly fish fries for like decades in mm-hmm. this town. And like the neighborhood joints, a lot of them on the west side in Irondequoit where all the Catholics were like yeah. piled together, mm-hmm. right? They still get packed to the brim on Fridays, oh, I'm sure. February, March, and April. Yeah. If you grew up in Rochester doing the fish fry thing, odds are there was one place your family, where was the one place your family went every time, Kimmy? Um, we, they switched it up a lot. I don't think like we had like one specific place we went. We would even do like the Wegmans one sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we went to the Ugly Mug and Chile. That's Mm -hmm. like where we went for our fish fry. Where you'd fit right in. Wait, there's a place called the Ugly Mug? It's not there anymore. It's actually- Oh, a fabulous name like that? It was right next door to the Bill Gray's Tap Room that we go to for Bill's Games. Yeah. But it was right- I love that place, man. In fact, uh, when I was a kid, this is how old your ass is, Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, they used to have those urinal cakes with your face on them that you could pee on in the men's room. (laughs) You're kidding me. I hand to God. Oh, my God. Because I remember looking at it and being like, who is this ugly, small, sad, hey, I saw him at the college. Was that your first boner? (laughs) Yeah. For your face on a urinal cake, it was my first boner. But like I'd kill. Here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. What's that? Were the fish fries at the mug that good, yeah. or was I young and just loved to be out of the house having a meal? It has to be that because, like, bro, Cynical. seriously, how many times did your parents they take your family out to eat? Your you you said your mother couldn't cook, so I'm guessing it's more like you would have anything would have tasted good to you because you were you know a squalor child. Squalor child. Yeah. No, I think it was good. And I know there are other people that had the mug fry, and they love the mug fry, and it was delicious. Because I can remember with my second wife, we used to go to that diner up on the ridge by East. Oh, yeah, yeah. That place had great fish fries. And that was just a regular diner. But it was a Greek fish fry, so it came with olives. Oh, yeah. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 
when the hell did this happen? What happened? Well, next week, kids in the greater Rochester area go on February break. Okay. And when we were kids, Kimmy, February break was a strange vacation because mm-hmm. you weren't looking forward to like a holiday like Christmas. Yeah. No. The weather wasn't yeah. getting nicer <clears throat> like spring break. It was like days off for no reason. But at least according to this article, it's not that way anymore. Really? You're hanging out in the break room. Watch just classic rock 96.5 WCMF. So News 8 ran a story this week. What did they say? The top February break destinations for 2024. Like vacations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right off the bat, mm. this is weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, February break wasn't vacation. You were just home. Yeah. It was like a bleakation. Yeah, like you laid around the house, you played outside with your friends in the your snow. Your parents a bit. worked, and that was it, right? Yeah, no one really went anywhere. And if you did go somewhere, it was like to see family, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I guess February break, you weren't taking like the Myrtle, the, uh, Myrtle Beach trip. Still too chilly. Yeah. So you're saying, yeah. So you're saying yeah. people are now going like full-ass vacation. Listen to the top places they name for destinations for February breaks for families. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, Caribbean cruise. <laughs> Damn, man. For the family. Wait, that yeah. could be 40 Gs. Well, I'm guessing if you're taking a February break, it's you have kids. Right, but you're that's waiting like until they're prime, off school. But yeah. you're paying like prime time to go on a cruise. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's adults and kids, airfare, and a few days on a how? Boat. I don't know. They go on Orlando, Disney World. There's a Disney. This is yep. a, that's a, I more than a cruise. Yeah. I do remember kids going to Disney. I don't know if it's February break or spring break, but that was the time parents would go to Disney World. All right, this list is about to get more ridiculous. Wait, that, that, that ain't the top show? No, because like Caribbean Cruise and Disney, you see on people's Facebook pages sometimes. Like mm, Those are family yeah. trips. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime family trip, but it yeah. happens. Down the list, you ready? Yeah. Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Wait, Aruba, at a country. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you. <laughs> Sydney, Australia. Yeah, no way, that's like there. top. And Madrid, Spain. <laughs> so random. How does Spain and... Australia show up. Beats the hell out of me. These are the top places. Think of the flight from Rochester to Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Oh, they got a direct? Yeah, 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 Come yeah. Come on yeah. down to the direct. Rochester airport. Lights <laughs> and direct flights to Sydney. The amount of traveling, to your point, you would do in a week. Less than a week, probably. You would need more time. School. Yeah. You would have, have to pull them out early. And it's Madrid, mm-hmm. Spain. What did you end up bullfighting? 252WCMF. Who the hell? is taking their kids on February break to any of these places. You had to be super yeah, right. rich. Those are millionaire trips. No, but these are the most popular resorts, yeah. the most popular yeah. destinations, Tommy, according to so this study. So people are just blowing money they don't have? Like, going back to what you said, Kimmy, the only one on that list that makes even a tiny bit of sense is Orlando, because as a parent, you feel a lot of pressure to get your kids to Disney at some point yeah. in their lives. But it's also kid-friendly. Yeah. And that's point. the time to do it's, it. Yeah. Yeah. Madrid, I'm guessing, ain't so... Kid friendly because I think they got bulls like running in the streets and they and they gore people in berets. Like I don't really remember kids having that type of experience during. Even, I don't know any like adults that kids. have that kind of experience. Yeah, like I don't. I, I mean, I remember kids like going on cruises. Whoa, your parents have cruise money. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. And it's funny to look back on what cruise money is now because there are cruises you can yeah. find for like 150 bucks yeah. a night. Yeah, which is still expensive when you add it all up, but. Mm. Compared to these other vacations, yeah. right? Sydney, Madrid, Aruba. Yeah. What the hell happened to February break? And more importantly, out of control. What the hell happened to the family vacation? The budget. All right, Kimmy. Let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. you you're in. You can't be asked this question because you are a rich, spoiled ass bitch ass kid. And I took some nice vacations with my parents. Yeah, That's what did. I'm saying. Not even close, man. Kimmy, can you remember how many times you had been on a plane before the age of seventeen? 
Uh, well, I did have family that lived out of town. Ooh, look at the rich girl. Really? So, I have California. So, like, my, my aunt setting off with lived in Atlanta. Kimmy. We went there a couple times. Wait, you, your parents had Atlanta money? But even then, we drove. I do remember okay, driving so you didn't a few fly. times. So, um, Ted Turner wasn't hooking you up. Uh, didn't know who that is. Yeah, I don't. I was like a little, little kid. And I think a reason my parents really didn't want to go to a lot of those places, especially the ones on that list, was. It's a lot more work for the parents, whereas oh, if you're God. at Disney World, everything's centered around the kids. I don't know what you can find at a lot of those other places where it's it's all about what the kid wants to do. It's a great point. Like going back to the plane ride thing. Mm. Before I was 17, yeah, I took one plane ride when I was 14 years old, and it was a vacation with my dad and my brother to Pasadena, California, and we stayed for free in my great aunt's house. And it wasn't my dad's great aunt; it was my mom's great aunt, who my dad had. So met. he just and your totally mom didn't mooched. even come. No, she didn't. And he met her one time before King when mooched. the Super Bowl was in Pasadena, when the yeah. Bills played the Cowboys, and he brought five of his buddies. Oh, that's oh the same one. To stay in my mother's great aunt house, but <laughs> that was the only plane trip I ever took as a kid, and it's only because we had. Three yeah. place to stay on the other end. Like the rest of the places we went, Kimmy, to your point, we drove. And the same thing happened with all of my friends. It was a big deal. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was like cafeteria breaking news. You know, Bobby's getting on a plane. <laughs> and we're talking the 90s into the 2000s. Yeah, it's not yeah, even yeah. like I was raised in the 50s. Wow. Who can afford this stuff right now? That you can't. There's no way you can afford a trip to Australia on a regular income. No, you ain't, you ain't got regular income Australia money? No. 60 grand a year Australia? You'd have to be a millionaire. To afford to take a family to Australia. I don't know. Is the it? flights alone have got to be thousands of dollars a seat. The flight cro- the flight cost would be nuts. But I do wonder, would it be easier to entertain a kid now, though, on a flight than it was when we were kids? Well, Only just because yeah. of like cell phones and tablets. Like, I wonder if our parents just didn't want to deal with us on a flight. No, but that's still a 30-hour <laughs> flight, probably. Oh, those, yeah, that's You think nuts. so? 30 hours? So uh, you probably had to like fly from here fly from. to like Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Sydney, I'm guessing? Okay. 30 hours. That's a lot less than 30 hours. No, I like, but you Total have layovers. traveling time-wise. No, I think that flight from, look at the flight from LA to Sydney is probably like 20 hours. No way. I think he might. Bro, it's. No, 20 hours. Do you know where Australia is? The it's longest, 15 hours. Okay, the longest yeah. nonstop flight in the world is 18 hours. I know that for a fact. Okay, a so you fact. got all right. So when you get to so so when you get to L.A., mm-hmm. you have another fifteen yeah, hours. Let's say true. you leave Rochester. Okay, you don't fly directly to L.A. You go to JFK, then you go JFK yeah. to L.A., yeah. then you go to City. You're flying for two days. Okay, that well, is so miserable with sweaty, smelly ass kids. <laughs> and then what are they going to do in Australia? Sit in the pouch of a kangaroo. Yeah, there you go. Climb that bridge. 252 WCMS. Throw it at you. Kimmy, can you Google or just look up just out of for fun? Mm. Tomorrow, a flight to uh, give me give me Tuesday, a flight to Sydney, Australia from Rochester, New York. Per per person. 252 WCMF, 252-9263. News 8 runs a story this week, the top February break destinations for 2024. And it's insane. Mm. The top destinations of Caribbean cruise. We go down the line. Orlando, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, Aruba, Jamaica, Sydney, Australia, Madrid, Spain. They might be fun, though. The food's probably off the chart. Yeah. You know what else would be fun? Right. Buying a mansion. Who's got the money for that? I know. But if all those ones, I think I'd want to go to Spain. Get some of that uh, Spanish rice. You know, there may be a reason why this is happening right now. Yeah. People are just pissing their money away. Well, no, I think it's past that. The right. reason why people are 
piss in their mouth. Make memories, man. That's just it. There has been this big push the last couple of years when it comes to raising kids. Create experiences and memories. Right. They're only little for so long, so you got to jam as many memorable times in as possible. And memories are a fortune. Well, that's just it. Some people see make memories as going for a hike or playing basketball in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Some folks see it as four vacations a year to super unique places. Yeah. And, like, my dad did not care about making memories with me when I was a kid. But you have memories of your dad. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some phenomenal stories. I guess when I say memories of this ilk. Yeah. Like, my dad took us to Disney because that's what he thought dads did. Right. And we drove over two days in a conversion van all the way down to Disney and all the way back. Mm-hmm. He took it to a lot of football games. He did, yeah, but that's because his buddies bailed the morning of. All right. <laughs> look, I'm not, look I, I, you know, I, I laugh a lot about the stuff we went through when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I didn't know. Like right, It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I loved my childhood, right? right? And there were some good times. But I could not imagine my father looking at the prices for some of these things and going, oh. yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. I can't imagine a rich dad going, I'm not, I ain't killing myself. I didn't start a business for this. I'll take my, I'd rather go with my wife. Leave the kids here. They're not going to, no kid's going to uh, enjoy some international trip, right? They want to sit at the beach and they want to be on their phone. Like, they're not going to enjoy it like Kids I'm going to enjoy it with my wife. Age, yeah. Okay, now you're being snobby. Your kid would enjoy it like I'll enjoy the. Trip. So my old man did it right. They we always my parents took their own trip, and then they took the family trip. Yeah, no. Here, here's a tip, Aru. Have enough money for two separate vacations. Yes, yeah. or take the one, stiff the kid. I will say this. Uh. So you know, my dad, just speaking from experience, mm-hmm. his thing was I'm going to do what I want, and whatever's left over, you know, we'll do with the kids. Yeah. So my dad used to take trips all the time. Yeah. He would take my mom with him sometimes. And the amount of weekends I spent at my aunt and uncle's house or my grandma and grandpa's house. They just dump them off. Yeah, and like he would it was just like expected. Like here you mm-hmm. go, here come the kids, right? Like yeah. That wasn't great as a kid. Like I my know. grandmother who is obviously resenting my parents. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm here. Like the amount of time she snapped at me and I don't blame her for like me asking like, "Hey, can we do this today?" <laughs> By the way, you asked about the cost of a. You, you just wanted one way for me. one way from Rochester to uh, Sydney. Tuesday. Yo ass in Sydney. Uh, the cheapest one I'm seeing here is about thirteen hundred. Whoa, one way per. But, but that's also on. if you leave Tuesday. But there's probably a massive layover. Uh, yeah, there's well, there's two stops. Uh, the total fo- the total trip time is forty five hours. Forty five hours of traveler. <laughs> All right, somebody just wrote us and said. Their wife went to Sydney last year, and it took 28 hours. Well, they're probably on a really quick plane. Or the uh, the last leg, they just took a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm going to get a kangaroo joke to hit before we get out of this break. Yeah, you actually going Rochester to Chicago to Tokyo to Sydney. Wait, oh. you got to go to Tokyo? And if you want it at 1300 if not, uh, yeah, there's there's more expensive ones. Uh, 252 WCMF, let's talk to Elise. Hey, Elise, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Good, Elise. What do you got? Okay, so I did the Australia trip back in 1999. Ooh, I'm down under. I did the three-week excursion, um, but on the way home, I had to fly from Cairns to Sydney. Sydney to L.A. Cairns, France? Wait, where did you have to fly from? No, no, it's it's, uh, it's, um, where the Great Barrier Reef is. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. So we flew from there to Sydney, five-hour layover in Sydney. Sydney to L.A., got stuck on the tarmac in the airplane for three hours, then flew from L.A. to Chicago and had a run for our plane to Rochester. From start to finish, it was over 36 hours. So you just got back. (laughs) (laughs) That's a misery, man. And that was probably the scariest flight I've ever had because our plane dropped 
and all the compartments opened, and everybody was screaming. And the only thing in front of the kangaroo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did it. We did it, everybody. (laughs) Anyways. That was my story, and um, it's 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 a long flight. Was it worth it? Was the memory? Was it worth it? Tylenol PM (laughs) and a lot of movies. Tommy was asking, was it worth all you had to go through to go to Australia? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So you'd sign up for that same trip again? Same trip, same. One hundred percent. I would so do it again. Plane dropping out of the sky, people screaming. (laughs) You take that. Absolutely. 100%. Your old ass ain't getting in no plane now. That was 1999. <laughs> Swolled ankle. I'm only 57. I'm not that old, oh, honey. She's younger than you, you old ass But bitch. I still busted for a woman. Shut <laughs> up. Oh, my God. At least thanks so for the angry. call. He wants to go to Sydney. I have a great one. Yeah, you do. You're you dressed look, like it. You are dressed like Crocodile Dundee this morning. <laughs> 252 WCMF will take one more call as we're talking about these insane destinations for, quote, family vacations in February break. Again, the number one destination, Caribbean cruise, then Orlando, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, Aruba, Jamaica, Sydney, Australia, Madrid, Spain. Uh, Kimmy was talking about it's probably easier to fly with kids now than it ever has been. Well, just entertainment-wise, I would think they, you know, they're not as bored. Katie's on CMF. Hey, Katie, how's it going? Good morning. I am wonderful because I love you guys. Oh, we love you too, Katie. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, what do you got? So, I unfortunately was vacation, but my husband was prior military and we got to go to Hawaii. Oh, nice. We had a three-year-old, two-year-old, and a 12-year-old along with two dogs and over 20 pieces of luggage. Ooh. From Chicago. We flew out of Chicago because we were in Wisconsin where I'm from. And we went to San Diego, San Diego to Hawaii. Okay, so... The only good thing was our three-year-old finally got potty trained because we were on a plane. Okay, all right. But it was, it was miserably long. Um, and the three-year-old who had already been diagnosed with ADHD did not want to stay in her seat for even two minutes. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, you know, it's Tommy and I, you, you listen to the show, mm. you probably get that. Katie, uh, how, how long ago was this? So this, we moved there in 2015 and had to leave in 2018. Okay, so this was recent with all the technology yeah. and the stuff you get to take the kids with. And they're moving there, so it got Well, Katie, thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. Have a good rest of the day. I will say this, you know, right. I was lucky enough for that, to go to England where, like, with the work for the Bills game. And yeah, everything. and you did like, it with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, my kids were fine on the plane. Like they were older. But yeah, right, you got right, an right. older set. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, eleven and thirteen. Like that, those those phones are like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like, I'd also think girls fly better than boys because boys are more active. Well, they're more rambunctious than girls. Yeah. No, my thirteen-year-old hockey player probably. It's probably more of an age. She's thing. not rambunctious. My thirteen-year-old nice, is not nice rambunctious. Child. She punches me in the kidney as a hello. I'm not making that up. I've had to have several sit-down conversations where I well, please don't punch your father in the kidney. <laughs> it hurts, man. I would just think boys in general are just more. You know, they're up and down. They're, they got a lot of blood. Get to the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there, Danny? What's that? What you doing, Danny? What's going on? Well, it's weird because you would think with this news that Wegmans would be opening a third store in this location. Yeah. But they say that's not the case. In fact, they say it's a personal thing. Oh. Because lots of people decide to 
rent long-term old bed baths and beyonds. Really? You're hanging out at the Breaker Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So Wegmans has a footprint in New York City now. Yeah, Manhattan, right? Well, so they started with their location in Brooklyn. Right. Then four months ago, we talked about it on the show, they opened their first store in Manhattan. Both of those stores, as far as we know, have been massive hits. Yeah. Yesterday, it was announced that Wegmans has signed a long-term lease on another property in New York City. Okay. It's a former Bed Bath & Beyond at 1932 Broadway. And Tommy, you know how to get to Broadway. Practice, practice, practice. So you would look at this story, Tommy. Mm-hmm. You got your first Manhattan store mm-hmm. going well. You got your Brooklyn store going well. Yep. So a third long-term rental in New York City, a former Bed Bath & Beyond, would be... Another Wegmans. Nope. Wegman says this property is not going to be a Wegman store. Ah. So here's where it gets strange. What's that? This location was actually supposed to be the first Manhattan mm. location for Wegmans. Yeah. But in negotiations, they said they couldn't get a deal done, so they opened up the one, I believe it's called the Astoria Place. Okay. Quote in the DNC from Wegmans, follow, Aster, excuse me, following the Aster Place opening, Danny Wegman learned the Broadway space was still available. He started negotiations and recently signed a long-term lease for the space. At this time, we are continuing to learn from our Aster Place store, and we will be using those learnings moving forward. Wegmans went on to say they have no plans to open a store at the site at this time, and this was a personal investment by Danny Wegman. So maybe he's just thinking the value of the property is going to go up, so he's okay. just going to sit on it? But he's not. he didn't buy it. He signed a oh, long-term lease. Oh, no, it could be. What's that? Century Liquor. In a Bed Bath & Beyond? You could turn that Pretty into big. a massive like wine warehouse, booze. I can't think of a big place where you can buy alcohol in Manhattan. With like that kind of selection, large selection. He could have a massive wine store there. Okay. And he would, he would clean up. Tommy. It's a former Bed Bath and Beyond, bro. There's 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 places in Florida. They're called. It's like a wine warehouse. Oh, okay. But I mean, but they have like everything in there. I understand. You know what they don't have in Florida? Broadway rent prices. There's no way you could cover the rent just selling wine and liquor. You not, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And and alcohol like spirits, everything. I don't think that. I mean, it, I mean, I don't. Maybe because you know how like stores are more, they'd be more condensed. So maybe it's not as big of a Bed Bath and Beyond as we're thinking. So it's actually a lot. I just had oh. the story Probably in front of me stories. and I lost it. Uh, but it was a massive Mac. Can okay. you Google the story because it says in the story in the DNC yeah. how big the Bed Bath. But I think it'd be so is. unique because there's no there's no place like that in Manhattan. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. And by the way, if like usually, like I can remember going to liquor stores down there. With my aunt, they'd always be like these little mom and pop places. You didn't have like that place that had like massive selection. Okay, but if there are no liquor stores like that in Manhattan, maybe there's a reason because you can't make money selling just alcohol in a Bed Bath and Beyond. A Bed Bath and wine, you're drunk. Look, he's the first guy to put a supermarket in Manhattan, right? First well, guy. No, I mean, no, Whole Foods has had Whole Foods in Manhattan. Yeah, but it's smaller. Like, Wegmans is huge. Okay, like, you know, could you okay. do it again? Come on, to, man. Don't even try and compare, man. To your point, he signed a lease for, it's almost 59,000 square foot space. Yeah. How big do you think Century is? Uh, Probably about that size. I mean, I Century's no pretty huge. It's 59,000 square feet. Yeah, what do you think like a uh, Wegmans is? Like the like the like fifty nine thousand square feet. No, it's that's way bigger than <laughs> that. It's so? over a hundred thousand square feet. Kimmy's on bro. it. Kimmy's on it. Bro, you don't know square feet. Hundred eight thousand square feet. You bro. talk like you know square feet. I know you square. Ain't no, no square okay. feet, bruh. 
The the average size of a Wegman store is from eighty thousand square feet to, to? one hundred thirty thousand square feet. Right. Can you give us the square footage of the store they just opened in Astor Place? That's two story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. You got to count both floors. No, but that might actually be this Bed Bath and Beyond mm. too. All right, Dumbass. but I think it would be a huge hit. Maybe. I mean, I guess that's possible. It's also possible they're just... Think of the money that's in Manhattan. Sell well, all that hot. They got a lot of money down there in New York City. They got a lot of cash. As we were bro, having an argument. The Astor Place Wegmans is 87,000 square feet. So maybe this is too small for a Wegmans location. Yeah, so right? you're selling these chumps $1,000 bottles of wine. <laughs> high-end booze. I think everybody's into all this high-end booze. All these schmucks that'll come in and buy that stuff. Well, but I, I mean... Uh... You have a place you go for liquor. I go to Century. Yes. Like, you go there all, like, very- but, they, but even he has, like, a room that has, like, you have to ask to go in it. You need an you appointment. You have to ask to go in it. Well, yeah. Everyone else gets to walk in anytime <laughs> they want. Sir, can I go in a fancy place, please? But, like, you have to make an appointment to go look at his bottles of wine. I don't think you have to make an, you have to make an appointment. Yeah, can you, you can't just, just walk in there. Can you <laughs> ask a, an employee to say, hey, can you let me in? Because there's a guy that knows what he's talking about. It. Okay. Do you, look at me in the face. Mm. Are you sure you have to make an appointment, or do you just simply have you to You have ask? a buddy, and so did I, that used to do this, Okay, who was a big wine guy. Sommelier is what they're called. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't look this up first, but the uh, the square footage of Century uh, Wines in Pittsburgh yeah. is about 45,000 square feet. All right, so you're right there. But you'd be bigger. Right. More expensive mm-hmm. property, more of it. And he jacks up the prices, okay. man. All right, fine. Why would I go to a place like that if I if they have to charge me more when I can just go to the corner liquor store that's a block Cause away? Because he ain't got the selection, man. <laughs> go enjoy your Carl Rossi, billionaire boy. Yeah, You're not no. going to be serving that on your yacht. Yeah, it's probably hard to find really high-end liquor on Broadway. <laughs> you can't get on it, bro. On Broadway, you dumbass. Bro, you can't get it. They just got Indian food a couple years ago. <laughs> Look. The more that we talk this out, maybe mm-hmm. it does make sense. Again, we're talking about- I figured it out, baby. Shut up. Wegmans, uh, their initial store was supposed to open uh, at a location on Broadway. That negotiation fell through. They ended up going to this Astor Place location. That's mm-hmm. where they opened up the first one in Manhattan. Uh, they have now signed a long-term lease at the Broadway location after it continued to stay available on the market. But Wegmans says, as of now, there's no plans to open a store on the site, and it's a personal investment by Danny Wegman. But wait a minute, then. But he's paying rent. Yes, he is. And but he ain't going to let the money fly out the window. But here's the thing. If it was supposed to be a Wegmans in the first place, this would have been a 59,000 square foot Wegmans. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. 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 Ooh, no. Stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking, is there something else Wegmans wants to try? Is there something they're noticing that's doing well in Brooklyn and Manhattan? where they? Well, the other th- thing they're into is restaurants. But yeah, that's a huge Restaurant. next door. Right. It's a next door plus the house next yes. door to that. I mean, unless they turn it into some like vast like food court. You know that that place called... Italy, it's like an Ita- it has all these different Italian restaurants oh, and stuff in like one place. Culture. Look at my jacket. Why, why would, why would a place like New York City though need a giant food court? I well, mean, but they have them. They have one called Italy, which is just right. a bunch of Italian restaurants in one area, and it's all enclosed. I would just think they have whatever you want. I don't know if you'd go to a place like this for food. Well, no, I will say this: mm. when we were in England, we went to this high end neighborhood. Ooh, I was in London. 
we went to this high-end neighborhood. Yeah. And they had taken an old church yeah. and converted it into exactly what you're talking about. And all and, the food's already blessed. <laughs> and it was a lot of, like, high-end... Right, but it's like, small. yeah, he yeah. could turn it into one of those joints. I mean, that's not a terrible idea. And you, you know would... how they're good with their food, Yeah, baby. no, I hear they send everyone that's ever worked for Wegmans to Italy to go study something. Bro, those people are in and out of Tuscany all the time. Yeah, remember when I went to Tuscany when I worked at Prepared Foods at Wegmans? Then I could have schlub boy with your, with your mac salad. That's where I learned to scoop mac salad, the Italian way. <laughs> Where you just go, oh, 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 I dropped it, oh, oh. <laughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.